listening to the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast, your source for all the latest post-apocalyptic news. Hello and welcome back to the 96th episode of the Post-Apocalyptic Media Podcast. I am your host, Sean, Senior Editor here at Post-Apocalyptic Media. And uh, we're going to do, you know, a little bit different stuff this week. There's not a lot of news. I mean, here, we're, you know, we're getting up to the end of the, the end of the year here. We're in December. So there's not a ton of new stuff. But there's, well, there's one kind of big thing. And then there's some other little stuff that we're going to talk about. Uh, but I want to have a little bit of fun with this episode. So we're going to talk about what we have going on on the site and some of the things we've covered this week, right? So the first thing this is always fun to do is we always have the, the, our, our kind of holiday gift buying guides, things like that. So uh, Val over at the site wrote a, an article called the best walking dead Christmas gift ideas. You might be thinking, well, what kind of gift ideas would you have for uh, a zombie show about uh, survivors and a zombie apocalypse? Well, you'd be surprised, right? So first thing we have is there's bobblehead figurines, right? There's there's bobbleheads of Rick. I mean, that's, you know, you probably guessed that that's a thing. I mean, it, you know, bobbleheads uh, are everywhere and Rick is everywhere. So I mean, people love Rick. So we have that. We have there's a, a, a board game, Walking Dead board game. It's actually an escape room board game, which looks pretty cool. I don't know if you've ever been to like an actual escape room, but this is like a, a board game version. Pretty cool. Uh, we have autographed prints of some of the, uh, the, you know, like the original prints from the original cast members. I mean, I see, I see Daryl in there, young Daryl, Rick, Carl, Glenn. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. There's some, it has good and bad guys. Uh, we have Merle in there too. So he would be, I guess, considered a, good slash bad guy, right? Uh, that's pretty cool, you know, for the the Walking Dead fan in your life. Um, but yeah, th so I would definitely check out this article. Val wrote this up just today, the day I'm recording this. And it's, uh, you know, I know that, you, well, you know that I'm a big Walking Dead fan, but I know that you listening to this are probably, there's probably a good chance that you're a Walking Dead fan because I talk about it so much, right? Everyone else left. Everyone else who didn't want to listen to <laughs> Be talking about The Walking Dead has left, has left. So, uh, so I imagine you're probably uh, a Walking Dead fan. You could, if you have other Walking Dead fans in your life, this seems like a good, uh, you know, a good kind of holiday gift buying guide. Um, one, the, I, I wasn't going to talk about other stuff on this list, but one other thing caught my eye because of the the cover of this. It's a Walking Dead cookbook, and the cover looks like you're cooking zombie brains. So. <laughs> You have to check that out. You have to check out the article for that. It's pretty, I mean, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> it just looks like zombie brains. All right. And speaking of The Walking Dead, I'm going to go in one other, one other little uh, fun little thing, I think, about The Walking Dead. So the Screen Rant wrote this article about, uh, about quotes, right? So we're 11 seasons in, we're at the, you know, the, the show is done, um, and we can kind of go back and retrospectively look at at the show and what we liked about it, and what maybe what we didn't. 
but one big thing is quotes, right? You have quotes from the characters. And I think a lot of characters have their own personality. Well, there, this article, is, it says one quote from each main character that sums up their personality. So that really caught my attention. I thought it was a cool article. I read through it. And it really is pretty accurate. You know, when you look at the the one quote that, uh, you know, that would make you think of that person. So what I'm going to do, we're going to play a little game here. <clears throat> it's me and you, and you're going to answer these, right? Um, but I'll, I'll, I'll give you the answer, of course. So let's go through this. So the first one is we're the ones who live. Now, you remember that? That was actually repeated at the end of, the, the finale, right? But when, when when was it originally said? And who originally said it? Well, of course, Rick Grimes said it. Uh, season 5, episode 15, called Try. Um, and he's, that's, you know, where this quote came from. We're the ones who live. So I think that's why they, you know, they repeated it later on in the show. It's kind of a, like a throwback kind of thing. So and I think that's, I think that's a good one because it's, it really does kind of encapsulate his personality. You know, we're the ones who live. We have to survive. We're the ones who, you know, everyone else is dead. These people who are harassing us constantly, they're the ones, you know, they're dead. And then we have these other jerks we have to deal with, right? These the, Every season has its jerk, I think is the best way to say it. Um, so I think that's a, it's a great quote from good old Rick Grimes. Uh, there's another one, we have to choose to be the good guys, Right. I mean, that could be Rick. We have to choose to be the good guys. It kind of goes along with the, what he just said about we're the ones who live. But that was actually Michonne who said that. Uh, season 10, episode one, Lines We Cross was the name of that one. Um, so, and this was after Rick's dis disappearance. Spoiler alert. Um, we, so she says, she kind of became the leader of Alexandria at that point. And so she says, you know, we have to choose to be the good guys. I think that's a great quote. Uh, another one, I don't want to be afraid of being alive. And think about that one. If you can guess who said that, I don't want to, to be afraid of being alive. That of course was Maggie season four, episode one, way, 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 way back then. Um, that was the name of that episode was 30 days without an accident, which is a great, uh, great name of an episode. Uh, and, and I think it, you know, that's one that when I read that, I said, you know, that, it does encapsulate her personality, but it also um, is kind of a, a you know a precursor to what we're going to get from Maggie for the next you know eight seasons, right? Uh, seven seasons. I, I can math a little bit. Uh, so so it, it kind of you know I don't want to be afraid of being alive. She she doesn't want to regret surviving. You know, and I think that's an important quote. It's very cool. Uh, how about this one? Nothing can take, <laughs> nothing can take the place of someone you love. You, this one might be unexpected. Nothing can take the place of someone you love. That was Daryl. Actually, it was Daryl toward the end of season on season ten. It was episode fifteen of season ten on the tower. Now that was Daryl's kind of. Um, that was before we got into the Leah stuff at the beginning of season eleven, right? And so we kind of knew Daryl was, you know. He was always a hard ass, right, through all the other seasons. And then the beginning of season 11, we really saw him kind of soften up a little bit with the Leah stuff. So, yeah, I guess, you know, it kind of, it kind of, 
makes sense, but he's not even talking about that. He's talking about uh, Judith at that point. This is after Rick and Michonne had left and Daryl became Judith's caretaker, right? So he, he kind of said, he was telling her, he's like kind of explaining it to her, nothing can take the place of someone you love. Great quote. Uh, here's another one. Let's see if you can guess who this is. You fight it and then one day you just change. This is a great one. I think you can probably guess who this one is. Because if you think of someone who really changed quite a bit from the first um, time we saw them, which was season one, of course, it's Carol. Now, this is she said this in season four, episode four, episode called Indifference. Uh, you fight it, and then one day you just change. Great quote from Carol. One of my favorite characters. Absolutely. Uh, here's a sad one. You honor the dead by going on. It's sad because it's from Glenn. That was ep- that was season six, episode seven. Heads up, it was called. You honor the dead by going on. Great quote by him. He's actually talking to Maggie, I believe, at that point when he said that. Uh, You're all better than me. You're all better than me. Who said that? That was actually one of the final uh, episodes. That was season 11, episode 23 with Negan. Negan said that in uh, Family. It was the second to last episode, I believe, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah, 23. So... Negan said that you are all better than me. Um, I don't know that that's when he was talking to Ezekiel and he basically realized, you know, that he (laughs) is a POS, right? I'm sure he realized that before, but, uh, all right, here's a good one. Sometimes kids got to show their parents the way that sounds like a Judas quote, but it's actually, it's close. It's actually a Carl quote from season eight, episode six. Uh, the King, the Widow, and Rick. What's the name of that one? Um, that that was a that was a good episode. That was the one where Carl was like, a, uh, you know, getting to the end there, <laughs> and he. I think it's after he got injured. If I remember that correctly, but yeah, sometimes kids got to show their parents the way. It's a great quote. Uh, this one is kind of. Uh, basic all all life is precious i mean that's a basic quote right but that's from morgan season five episode 16 um uh you know so i don't know that one's i'm not crazy about that one morgan was he, he's been in a lot of walking dead uh spinoffs also so that's uh <laughs> you know morgan's like a one of those characters that he's in every he's in like everything he was in um was it what was the name of that show i forgot i completely forgot but you know what i'm talking about right the one where the power went out and they didn't have any power and they uh oh what's i keep wanting to say um jericho but it's not jericho it's the other one anyway you know what i'm talking about uh (laughs) let's move on to the next one make sure you've got something worth dying for who said that make sure you've got something worth dying for that was rosita in season six episode two and that's it. That's all they have. I think those are, these are good quotes to, uh, to kind of, I don't know, sit back and say, oh yeah, I remember that episode, you know, and they actually, the screen rant puts a clip of these. Um, well, it's not actually clips from the exact quote all the time. Some of them are, but like this one here, you know, this is the quote from Rosita from season six, episode two. Uh, 
but the um, clip that they put in there in this little section is actually her from season 11 episode 24 which is the the finale the the final finale um great scene very sad scene with rosita if you haven't seen it yet i won't spoil it but they have that in there uh yeah so i just wanted to go through that real really quickly and uh, i thought it was kind of kind of cool you know as a as a walking dead fan to kind of uh reminisce on what they've been through some of the great quotes some, i mean some of the great writing in that show right i mean you'll notice it's it's pretty equal as far as early quotes and later quotes you know there's a couple from 10 and 11 there's a bunch from like four and and six and there's one from eight right so i mean it's it's pretty spread out uh so that's that's pretty cool but anyway that's not the main topic of this show i just wanted to you know have some fun with that the i think the main topic of this show is going to be uh, something I found out, and now there's a show that's been going on for a few years, I think since 2019, called Miracle Workers, right? It's on TBS, um, created by Simon Rich. Now, it's not a post-apocalyptic show. At least it didn't start out that way. They've had three seasons, which are, it's an anthology, you know, so there's like a, like, it, it's also a comedy. It's like an anthology comedy or comedy anthology. And each episode is kind of, uh, it goes into its own thing, right? And each season has its own theme, kind of like American Horror Story or something like that. It's like a, uh, you know, differently themed for each season, which I love. I love that kind of stuff. American Horror Story is a wonderful show. But um, this show is not that popular. Um, it hasn't really caught on. Uh, I certainly have not watched any episodes of it because it never really went on my radar. You know, it has Daniel Radcliffe in it, uh, good old Harry Potter. It has, uh, oh, Steve Buscemi's in it, which I love Steve Buscemi. Um, so it's a, you know, it's it's kind of a quirky show. It's kind of funny, air quotes. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But from what I've seen from the other trailers, it looks, you know, I don't know, kind of not that funny, <laughs> maybe. But so here's the here's the point. Here's why I'm discussing this. So season four is all post-apocalyptic. They just released a trailer earlier this week, and the season four is called End Times. It's it's like a it's bringing the whole theme from the original show, which is supposed to be like their uh, Daniel Radcliffe is an angel. And he, I think the original, I don't know, I read up on this and it was something about how he's supposed to get some people to fall in love and it's kind of like a Cupid thing, I think. I think that's what it is. I think they've gone away from that though. Um, you know, that was like the first season. And, for, and so each season has been wildly different. Like the first one was called, uh, well, I don't remember, I don't, I don't know exactly. The first season was kind of focused big on them being angels. Second season was, a medieval theme i think it was called it was called dark ages so it was like very medieval themed not really fantasy not like high fantasy like you know lord of the rings or anything it was more just kind of basic dark ages and then the third season was called oregon trail which was more i don't know maybe they were trying to go for like that yellowstone slash 1883 thing but it was you know the wild west kind of thing right so it's the same actors in every season, but then they 
have a different theme, right? I, I'm giving, I'm telling this as if you've never seen it because I'm guessing you probably have never seen it. It's not a very popular show. But now, this fourth season, this it's called End Times. It's very, it's not only post-apocalyptic, like it looks really well done. And I swear, when I watched this trailer, I saw things in there straight from Wayside Weekend. And I, I don't know... For sure, I need to do some research on this, but I, I could almost swear that they maybe got the help of Wastelanders, you know, people Wasteland Weekend. It, I swear that the uh, they have a Thunderdome kind of a thing in there, and it, it looks like the one, it looks like actually part of the one that they have at Wasteland Weekend. Um, a lot of the costumes look very familiar, you know, things that I've seen kind of the bigger names at Wasteland Weekend create, right? Um, and so I think that it, it looks like it, they did their research, you know, whoever put this together. Um, and it looks like they did a good job. I mean, there's some really cool looking costumes and, and scenery and, and, you know, backdrops and things like that in this. So I'm excited for this. I want to check it out. It actually premieres on January 16th. So in about a month, wow, January 16th next year is a month away. That's crazy. Yeah, so that's, uh, I think it's something I'm going to check out. It's on TBS. I don't even know if I have TBS. Does anyone really know if they have any channels until, you know, they start going through? I don't know. So if you want to check out their, those first three seasons, they're actually currently streaming on HBO Max. So you don't even have to worry about watching those first ones on TBS. Now, of course, the, you know, the newest season will only be on TBS and I'm sure it'll later it'll come on HBO Max, but uh, you know how that goes. We actually just got HBO Max back after a long time away from it and uh, because of a Black Friday sale. Like, like this time of year, we usually let, you know, we get new streaming services. I'm sure a lot of people are like that because of the Black Friday sales. So like we, we get to say goodbye to like, you know, Disney and Hulu because we had those last year for a dollar a month, you know, for their <laughs> their big sales. And now we have, you know, uh hbo max um peacock we just got peacock so we're catching up with everyone else on on yellowstone finally so you know what i mean let's so here we are now that we have hbo max i can go back and check out some of these older older episodes of miracle workers although i don't think i don't know i don't know if i'll like them. <laughs> they just uh i mean i love like dark you know dark ages stuff and i love wild west stuff so we'll check it out see how that goes so yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much what I have there. Now I did include that that video and that trailer in my YouTube roundup for this week. It just came out. Um, my my uh, YouTube roundup every week I do it on every Wednesday, and it's pretty much you know I sit there and I, I view I watch a lot of stuff on YouTube, um, and I have searches set up and everything so that I can really check out the, the best post-apocalyptic stuff. I go through probably 20 to 25 videos to, to compile that list of five or six each week. And I mean, it does, it's not that hard, you know, I'm not trying to say like it's a difficult process, but it's, uh, it's fun to me, you know, a little bit. And also it's, I love kind of picking those, those favorites and, and really highlighting them and spotlighting what I think are the best. And so that, that trailer's on there. I think it's probably the best of the week. It's a great trailer. You got to check it out. Um, but I also have some stuff. There's a video on there about called the 11 
post-apocalyptic survival games of 2023, 2024. So that showcases, uh, you know, if there's some some games you're looking forward to, you're looking to maybe get a new game next year. There you go, right? I mean, that's it's a great list. It basically just shows trailers from those games. As there's not a lot of commentary, but cool video. Uh, there's also a if you're into Unreal Engine five, if you're like a game developer or you're in just into that stuff. There's this really, really cool environment you can get. It has like 500 models, over 500 models, uh, building blueprints, all that stuff. So I put a video of that on there. They made a little trailer for that. There's a little short film. Uh, no, this is actually a full full film, but it's a part of a bigger series. I think it's like a uh, five-part series called the Black Box series. This one is called Ignorance. It's not spelled correctly but i think that's on purpose <laughs> uh, this is the second episode of that series and it's i mean it's like 50 some minutes long so it's you know it's almost at that point a full movie uh, but it looks really cool it looks really well done i point this out in my roundup i say you know this dark horse pictures who made this i feel like they're they don't have a lot of followers on on youtube and it's surprising because this is a very high quality work. Maybe they have stuff on Vimeo or, you know, Instagram, and and I'm just missing <laughs> missing that. But uh, yeah, give give that a check out uh, when you get a. Oh yeah, they actually do have stuff on Vimeo. They have their entire <laughs> series on Vimeo, so that explains that. Um, there's an audio narration of a story called June, an original post-apocalyptic story from the Spinosaurus. So that's a a cool little short story that has been read, narrated by the person who does the uh, this YouTube channel. Very cool. Then that's it, because the next thing after that is the uh, the Miracle Workers trailer. So looks like there's five things. Yeah, five things in this week's um, this week's roundup. So check that out. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and then I guess after that, what do we have left? We have everything else on the site. You know, I love to talk about, kind of cover what else we, we do on the site. Um, there's a lot of stuff that I don't talk about that's kind of stuff I don't know about. Like, I, you know, I'm not going to talk about stuff I don't know about. So there's a lot of Chainsaw Man. Um, there's an episode nine, I think is what the, the latest episode is. Uh, we also have book reviews. Well, I did a book review actually on a book called Genesis, Adam and Go by Zach Winderall. Winderall, I think is how you pronounce his last name. Um, he is a, a, a fairly new author. He has two books out. This is the first one, Genesis, Adam and Go. And then he has one called Trinity, Adam and Go. Um, it's a it's a good book. Like it's really good, but it's not 100% post-apocalyptic. You know what I mean? So for me to re review it, it was kind of like a stretch, but it's definitely sci-fi. I mean, it's a very serenity. And if you were to mix that with like, I don't know, it, it has kind of this father-daughter so adam is the main character he's the father and go is actually Margot, who's his daughter they call her go as a uh like a nickname but she's like three i think two or three and she it's very mandalorian you know uh not to spoil anything but she has kind of little things she does that are that help him like when he gets in a bind you know, kind of like the uh, Grogu did, did in uh, Mandalorian. So it reminded me a lot of that and a lot of Serenity. So if you like those kind of things, this, this is a good a good book for you. Uh, I haven't read the second one, and he's supposed to be coming out with a third one. 
I think it's called Wasteland, Adam and Go. Uh, so I don't know if that one's going to be post-apocalyptic. But I like this first one. I liked it so much I figured I'd write about it, even though it's not 100% uh, post-apoc. Um, okay, and then we have also, let's see, Black Rock Shooter Dawn Fall, Episode 7. Tina did a review on that. Very cool. Um, and yeah, I think that's about it. I think I talked about last week, I talked about the the December best post-apocalyptic indie Kickstarter projects. Definitely check that out. I'm a huge fan of Kickstarter, and I love writing these things up. I think they're always entertaining um, and, and expensive to me as a person who I, I, I always, every month I buy one of these, <laughs> I back one of these and it's getting expensive, but, um, I am just a big fan of supporting this kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, I, you know, you may know, <laughs> I may have mentioned before, I've had my own Kickstarter back in September, uh, for my, for my anthology. And that actually worked out really well. It, it did really well, and I'm very happy with it. I'm actually sending those out now, um, waiting for the hardcover to, to finish up. If you're, you know, if you're someone who's listening and you um, backed that, I definitely thank you for that. Um, it was, it, you know, a labor of love, and it, it's been fun every single step of the way. And I've sa- I said this on my Twitter. I said, even the fulfillment part, packing these books up and sending them off is fun to me. You know what I mean? Like I'm handwriting all the labels, uh, 140 labels, whatever it is. And, and just, you know, it's fun to me. It's just fun. I, I'm sure if I do it again, it won't be as fun. <laughs> it's the first time, but it's fun to, to kind of get these out to people and just realize, you know, a lot of people are tagging me on Twitter when they open up the the package and they take a picture of the, the calendar and the bookmark and the book and say, thank you, Sean, for, for this. I'm like, no, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so it's very exciting to see all this. If you haven't, I mean, if you didn't get in on this Kickstarter, uh, you know, the only real thing is you don't get your name in the book, right? But you can still buy it. You can still go on the Amazon page. I'll link that in the show notes, the Amazon page, because I have a, I have the, the Kindle version. I have the paperback version and the hardcover version. You can get any one of those. Um, and, it, you know, it's available right now. So, uh, yeah, definitely check that out. I, uh, personally, I love the, the paperback, paperback version. Um, I have a story in there, you know, I'm not just the, the editor and the compiler of this. I actually have a story in there also, and I'm working on the next one. I'm working on another anthology, uh, now, which will mostly be my stories. I think I have a few that I want to add in there. Um, and so this was kind of a, you know, dipping my toe in the water and learning a hell of a lot of stuff. I learned so much stuff from this entire process. It's really amazing. So yeah, like I said, if you're a backer, I thank you so much. If you're not, if you weren't a backer of the Kickstarter, no problem. You can head to the Kickstarter and check, or I mean, <laughs> you can head to the Amazon page, uh, my author page and uh, check it out. I think you can actually read the first story on Amazon because there there's 19 short stories and they give you that, uh, you know, that preview thing on Amazon where you can look in there and see. So I think at least maybe those first two stories are in there. So you can read those entirely free and see if it's something you like. Um, but it's a it's a variety of stories. That is for sure. Horror, um, sci fi, crazy, just 
I mean, dystopian, just all kinds of stuff. Really, really great stuff. So I don't want to turn this into a big commercial, but that, that was it. That was, there we go. Uh, but yeah, if you like what you hear, I appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, be sure you check out the website at postapocalyptic.com. Check us out on all of our social media. We have, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. We're, we're everywhere. Check us out there. Uh, all that will be linked in the show notes for today. And again, I want to thank everyone for listening and everyone, I, I'm sure I'll be back again before the end of the year, but, uh, if not, you know, I, it depends on the news cycle, of course, uh, then I, uh, I wish everyone happy holidays, um, wherever, whatever you may be celebrating, wherever you may be celebrating. So thanks again, everyone. And of course, remember to stay alive out there and always be ready for the big one. Bye-bye.